Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. I will be discussing the last four verses of chapter 14. The chapter 14, which is the Gunatraya Vibhag Yoga, which we have discussed. And basically we have found so far that in this Prakriti, this manifest world, everything has these three gunas, which is the signature of Prakriti, that everything has... Sattva, Rajas, and Tamas. That is Sattva, the light, the knowledge, the awareness, the Rajas, the activity, and Tamas, inertia. These three gunas are binding the Supreme Self, which has no limitations to this limited being. These qualities belong to my body, mind, and intellect, once the consciousness attaches to this, it takes upon itself all the limitations of prakriti. So I, the ego, is right now conditioned by this body, mind, and intellect. Therefore, it has all the limitations of body, mind, and intellect. Therefore, it goes through the sorrows and happiness, pleasant experience and unpleasant experiences conducive situation and unconducive situation. Because each entity by itself is its own priorities and its own situation. World remaining the world, one person sees it as very positive, the other sees it very negative, depending on their own conditioning. One who goes beyond these three gunas will be beyond all these conflicts and sorrows. So what we have seen in this is that these three gunas also belongs to my mind. It is my mind which is sometimes in a sattvic, rajasic or tamasic. Depending on the qualities of my mind, I'll see this world whether it is sattvic, rajasic or tamasic. My experiences will be driven by the moods of my mind. So if I can get over this, if I can introspect and can vigilantly monitor the moods of my mind, I will be able to go above the situations which I'm facing. You know, situations remaining the same, I can change the mood of my mind and that will change my reaction to the situation. But you see, the ultimate goal is the one who goes beyond three gunas all the time. So the verse we have seen last and day, Udasina, avadasina, gunehi, yona vichalyate. One who is indifferent to these gunas and does not get swerved by this guna, 
गुणावर्तंत इति एव अवतस्थति न इंगते व्हाट इज हैपनिंग इन दिस वर्ल्ड इज नथिंग बट प्ले ऑफ द गुणास सो सो गुणास आर द वन व्हिच आर एक्टिंग इन दिस वर्ल्ड गुणा गुणेशु वर्तंतः इति मत्वा न सज्जते knowing that what that is happening is the gunas of my senses and the guna of this world of objects are reacting with each other that's all it is when i have an experience that experience is between the gunas of my senses and my body and my mind and intellect with the gunas of that so when i come across this conducive situation i feel happy unconducive situation i'm not happy knowing that the self that i am do not get disturbed by it this verse 23 has guna vartanta iti eva avatishtadi na ingate knowing that these are all the play of the gunas only and nothing to do with i the self he na ingate he does not move from his state of bliss he is always in the state of bliss as the self when we as well as the example when we hear what's happening in tahrir square in egypt does it really make me so upset that i couldn't sleep at night no i may have my opinion whether they're good or bad for the world or whatever it is but that's all it is i'm a third party observer if i can do the same thing for everything happening to me in this tahrir square then i will be the same way that's all i say so now arjuna had asked three questions one is what are the marks of a person who has gone beyond the gunas this is exactly similar to chapter 2 where he says thita pragnasya ka bhasa what are the qualities of a person whose buddhi is established into the wisdom same thing he says how do i know that person has gone beyond gunas then he says how does he moves around he talks in this world and lastly how did he do it tell me the secret what are the marks the one who is beyond gunas knowing thus that this is the play of gunas only he does not get disturbed that's the mark of him what will be his behavior we have seen in the following verses samadukha swasthah samalost ashmakanchanah तुल्य प्रिय अप्रिय धीर तुल्य निंद्या आत्म संस्तुति सीन दिस इन भगवदगीता बिफोर द क्वालिटी ऑफ ए पर्सन हूज बुद्धि इज एस्टाब्लिस्ड इन द सुप्रीम सेल्फ एंड नॉट इन दिस लिमिटेड सेल्फ वेन थिंग्स अखर इन दिस लाइफ आई सी दैट इट्स अखरिंग विद दिस ईगो reacting with the world outside and therefore samadukha sukha therefore if the condition is conducive or non conducive he remains the same he sees that we don't have a big riots as i said when winter comes from spring we move to fall and then winter we don't have riots in the streets outside why do we have this conditioning now you know we accepted it that's how the nature is after the spring fall has to come and after the fall the winter has to come we adjust to it in our life we are not accepting that we always want 100% happiness all the time 
therefore we get all disturbed he said but person who knows this just like i know that the fall will come after spring and winter will come after fall he knows that after every happy occasion there is something which is unhappy non conducive those of you educated by the indian tv knows this all the time right so samadukha sukha swastha he means swastha balanced without affected by the sukha or dukha knowing this is a temporary occurring between the gunas of myself as the body mind intellect and the world economy is doing well we are all very happy everybody talks about the party nothing but how much money they made in the stock market then it tanked now we all talk about i don't know what obama is doing why does he think about me that's how the nature of this world is samalosta ashma kanchanah he also sees no greater value in one thing of this world than the other now does that mean that somebody asks for you know 1 rupee he gives a 1000 dollar note no transaction in this world is a transaction between i the limited being and them that is where there is called vyavahara their vyavahar should be appropriate to that however i don't see that as the one vyavahar is more important than the other so i'm giving you the example that when you were a little kid something a card from whatever you know the game card one was very valuable than the other i grew up in india so we used to have parlays bottle top so there was a value parlays one has a greater value than if you have socio or something else right anybody remember that okay now in those days can you imagine your wealth about those parlays bottle tops with this socio and this thing somebody takes away from you but when you grow out of it all those bottle tops are bottle tops and they worth nothing for me you see one who sees the world that way it has its own value in that particular transaction at a particular time therefore we say well you may have styrofoam cup and somebody has a gold cup and both are thirsty and going to a lake which one is more valuable than the other both are same as long as there is a emptiness in which can fetch water for me that's all it counts for at that moment the value of gold and value of styrofoam is exactly same depending on which can fetch more water so sama losta asma kanchana he does not give greater value to one or the other knowing that the value only belongs to the exchange or the utility in that particular transaction tulya priya apriya now there obviously we all can use he remains same and something comes which is dear to me or not dear to me because it is not in my hand we struggle through in this economy go through this interviews and proposals and we come out everybody says neil you really did a fantastic presentation i feel so good till i hear that my competition got the project tulya priya apriya things will come to you by its own nature they are not depending on my situation they coming to me by its own nature and i consider that is my right or my misfortune that is coming to me 
ಧೀರಹ ತುಲ್ಯನಿಂದ ಆತ್ಮ ಸಂಸ್ತುತಿ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ಯೂಸ್ ಇಟ್ ಹಿರಿಮೆ ಧೀರಹ ತುಲ್ಯನಿಂದ ಸ್ತುತಿ ಐ ಸೈಡ್ ಬಾಯ್ ನೀಲ್ ಯು ಡಿಟ್ ಸೋ ಗುಡ್ ವೆನ್ ಯು ಡೋಂಟ್ ಐ ಥಿಂಕ್ ಯು ಶುಡ್ ಹವ್ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರ್ಡ್ ಲಿಲ್ ಬ್ಯಾಟರ್ ನೀಲ್ ಐ ಥಿಂಕ್ ದಿಸ್ ಟೈಮ್ ಯು ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ರಿಯಲಿ ಯು ಶುಡ್ ಹವ್ ಪ್ರಿಪೇರ್ಡ್ ಫಾರ್ ದ ಇಂಟರ್ವ್ಯೂ ಲಿಲ್ ಬ್ಯಾಟರ್ ವಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ಸಡನ್ಲಿ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಮೈ ಸಕ್ಸೆಸ್ ನಾವು ಡಿಫೈನ್ಸ್ ವಿದರ್ ಐ ವಾಸ್ ಗುಡ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರೀಡಿಂಗ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಸ್ಟೀವ್ ಜಾಬ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಎ ಹಿ ಥ್ರೂ ಅವೇ ಆಲ್ ದ ರೂಲ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಬಿಸ್ನೆಸ್ ನೋ ಫೋಕಸ್ ಗ್ರೂಪ್ಸ್ ನೋ ಸರ್ವೈಸ್ everything what do people know what they want i will tell them what they want so he worked completely contrary to other people's business model taught in harvard and everywhere else and he's the most successful company so now we are saying well let's look at the steve jobs model how he made the company great tulya nindastute you have to remain same whether people are praising you or not praising you simply because it is the nature of the world not yours and then the next verse we have seen says mana apamanayoho tulyaha atulyo mitraha aripakshayoho continuing the same argument bhagwan says such a person who has gone beyond guna he is acting in this manner that's how he acts he is working in this world as a normal person but in his mind he sees all this is a temporary occurring nothing that he controls all his duty is to act according to dharma in each situation mana apmaniyo this is obviously very very important to us because we get hurt very easily mana and apmana is at our mental level this is truly at our mind's level sometimes the person who is telling you has no intention of insulting you or hurting you but you take it that way because your mental climate was such that you receive it if i am supremely confident people say well, you know this not doing I don't worry about it but i'm already shaky inside then somebody says nil you're not doing. oh is that so then i collapse right there so it is not the world but my mind decide whether this is mana or apmana he is tulya he is so established in himself that what comes from the world he just takes that for its face value and moves on mitra aripakshayo ho this is another thing we divide over world these are my friends and these are my enemies my relationship may be different with each other but the my reaction to them should remain the same that does not mean that our enemies are attacking your country and you say well same way we will receive you as we receive our allies that time your vyavahar is to protect your country your but just as gandhi said i hate the british government but not the british people or something like that it's not the person you are hating a person you are reacting to but the action you are reacting to therefore you have tulya mitra aripaksha aripaksha in the foes enemies mitra friend we all know sarva arambha parityage we have seen it before and this is the most difficult one he gives up all endeavors all efforts sarva arambha parityagi as well this is complete death if i stop doing everything it's a complete death how can i be i will stop all my endeavors and efforts when i die swami ji explained that's exactly what they're asking you to do kill your ego because all the 
efforts which I'm putting in this world right now are because of my desire-prompted plans. I want to do this, therefore I'm doing that. Well, let's start a new business. Why? I want to make more. Well, let's do this. So everything I'm doing so far is prompted by my own desires. If I now stop everything which I'm doing for my desires, but do everything because it needs to be done by my dharma, then I'll be beyond this. I'm not starting anything. However, I'm functioning fully efficiently in this world. Because I'm not driven by my desire, I'm driven by my dharma. And as we have seen, my dharma, when I'm in my office as an architect, my architect's dharma. When I'm a Gita class, I'm a Gita class dharma. When every time if I mix up these dharmas, then I have a problem. But what happens is we mix up this dharma. You were going the wire, you going the well, there may be some people, some networking opportunities for my business. People do a lot of this public service work. You know, you ask them, why do you do that? Networking. All these corporations promoting this. For what? Their own advertisement. When that happens, there will be disappointments, there will be joys and sorrows. But if you're truly doing the service for the sake of service, there is no disappointment, Bhagavan said. So therefore he said, Sarva Aramba Parityagi prompted by his desires. Not his, Sarva Aramba Parityagi for according to his dharma. Dharma dictates that you do what you need to do. Guna Atitaha Saha Uchyate Such a person is called Guna Atitaha. Your equanimity is not broken when it's Sukha or Sukha. Mana Apmana Priya, Priya. And then you are not starting anything because of your desires only. Then Bhagavan says, Guna Atita Saha Such a person is called Guna Last two verses say, how did he get to that point? Well, we think this is not possible. But Bhagavan said, there are many, many people who have gone beyond this Guna in this world. Many, many examples in our Puranas and Kathas. How did they achieve that? Last two verses answer that question. Macha yoha avyabhicharena bhakti yogena sevate. One who is worshipping me without having second. Avyabhichara. Vyabhichara in our normal day-to-day language. One who is unfaithful in his relationship. If I am unfaithful in my relationship to him, then it is a vyabhichara. So I'll say, well, Bhagavan, Sunday I'm okay with you. Monday through Friday, you don't come in between me. I'll do everything, what I need to do in my business. Lie, cheat, whatever I need to do. But that's business, right? Like in India, you go and say, well, I don't believe in private. Oh, no, 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 here you have to do it. It's okay. You don't do it in the U.S., but India, it's okay. Oh, Vyabhichara. Once you are convinced that giving bribe is wrong, it is wrong here as well as in India. So it's the one who is worshipping. In other words, the one who has developed a relationship with me as his own self, as the only relationship which matters. Saha gunan samatitya etan brahmabhuyat kalpate. Such a person who is worshipping me, worshipping is devotion, devotion is love for the divine. Love is nothing but identification. That identification with the divine is so strong 
with no other identification I take as permanent. I do have identification with my body, my mind, my intellect, my relatives, my family, but I know these are all temporary. But my real relationship is with myself, which is imperishable. Sa gunan samatyatyat etan brahmabhoyat kalpate Such a person goes beyond guna. What are the marks? How does he do it? How does he do it? He established just one simple relationship. That this is my only true relationship. Once you establish that, going beyond guna is easy. Once I found out the worthlessness of thing, then it's easy to get rid of it. Once the milk is over, means finished, in that plastic jug, how difficult it is to toss it into a recycling bin. Not at all, right? Unless, as I said, if you come from India, you said, my mother came from India a long, long time ago. And we'll buy something, and then we'll want to throw the package. Our mother, no, 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 better. This is very, very nice package. We can use it or keep it. Don't throw away. Now, that happens in my house too, even not only my mother. So because in India the packaging, I'm talking about 80s, and the packages weren't really that good. And here the packages are so nice, and so you don't want to throw away. But one who truly knows the value of the packages, packages of no value, I took the content out, throwing packages is worthless. Or I have a TV which does not work in my house. How difficult it is to throw it away. Not at all, as long as I know it's worthless. Knowing that the worthlessness of this relationship I have in this world with people and my own self as this body, I know whether I like it or not, it is deteriorating every minute. And at some point, it will be so worthless that I will give it up. Sahagunan Atitaha, such a person goes beyond gunas. Brahma Bhuyat Sakalpate, such a person considered to become fit, to become Brahman. Having developed that relationship, he is now fit to become that. One who knows God becomes God. Once I know my true identity, all other identities are worthless. So, Brahmanohi Pratishta Aham Amrutasyasya Yasya Cha Sasvatasya Cha Dharmasya Sukhasya Ekantikasya Cha For, why that is? Well, Brahmanav the Bhagavan is saying all that is true that once I established myself in the devotion of my own self, the God, then I become fit to become him. But what's why? Because he said, because I am the abode of the Brahman. I, the self in me. That which I call I and you call you and she call her is the abode of Brahman. Brahman resides in the consciousness, yours and mine. Once I develop relationship with my own consciousness is my true relationship. I become fit to become the consciousness of all. The Bhagavan says, Brahmanohi Pratishta Aham I am the abode of this supreme Brahman. You know? Swamiji explains in three different ways as Sankracharya has explained. One is as I said, myself is 
the abode of the brahman because it is nothing but brahman or you can say that the brahman eyes right now can only conceive with the condition brahman only without conditioning i can't imagine this room space this room space i can only imagine it because of the conditioning you take the conditioning the walls and floor and ceiling out i can't imagine in my own mind this room space as i said my design teacher is to say 1 plus 1 make 3 because now i can have positive space positive and negative space in between but i take two away i can't imagine that negative space condition brahman which i am imagining right now as god is residing in i the unconditioned brahman so bhagwan said shaswatasya ca dharmasya sukhasya ekantikasya ca because the nature of that is immortal shaswatasya ca dharmas its very nature is immortality and that immortality is what i'm looking for i don't want to die i don't want unhappiness so shaswatasya ca dharmasya its dharma is to be immortal imperishable and i am that abode once you are become me you will be mortal sukhasya ekantikasya the only happiness which i'm looking for is eternal happiness i don't want to be unhappy monday through friday to be happy on weekends or other way around as long as i'm happy monday through friday you can be hell at home on weekend i'm fine no i want happiness monday through next monday sukhasya ekantikasya that continuous eternal happiness bhagwan say it is my very nature as the self i'm immortal in a complete bliss first we said how what are the marks we saw the marks how does he act in this world how did he get there and then bhagwan said there is no difference between i and him once you go beyond gunas that's where we end chapter 14 om sarve bhavantu sukhina sarve santu niramayaha sarve bhadrani pashyantu ma kaschit dukha bhag bave om shanti 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 hari om shri gurubhyo namaha Hari Om